So, I'm your host, Jonathan Clark. This is The Instant Edge, where business owners get tips, inside trade secrets and techniques that give you an almost unfair advantage. We're going to give you 53 ways to get clients through marketing, speaking and networking. The only question is, can you handle more business? Let me share my slides with you. We have uh, effectively completed the first stage of three stages of link leads. So, so far, what I've done is all been has been all about profiles. It's getting your target set. Um, it's identifying who your ideal client is. It's um, making sure your own profile reads well and sells you well to that target market. So that that that's what we spent our time on for the first three weeks, making sure you've got your ducks lined up in order, whatever that phrase means. Can you see why that stuff's important early on? Yep. Mm -hmm. Because before you start going out into your market, if it's all very vanilla, all very generalistic and all very vague, not aimed at anybody in particular, you're going to get fairly poor results. So this is all about polishing up stuff before we move any further. We're now moving into the second stage of this. Um, the fun stuff where we get into the daily activity that will start conversations um, it will ultimately lead to the right kind of people wanting to book calls with you um, to discuss them hiring you, which is pretty much why we're here, is it not? Yes. Yeah. Cool. So the question I like to ask people is, are you on LinkedIn or are you using LinkedIn? Because there's a big difference. There's a big, big difference. So today we are going to talk about the LinkedIn daily process. Um, I have sent you your playbook this morning. Um, we're moving into what you actually do on a regular basis. This is the, the, the practices stage, um, which is made up of three things. So today we're going to talk about the linked daily process. It's like step by step. What do you sit down when you boot up your laptop or you pull out your phone? And you're going to do some LinkedIn time. Well, what do you do in what order? Um, next week, we're going to talk about posts that get you noticed. So we can talk about posting the anatomy of an ideal post, posts that work, posts that don't work. And I'm even going to give you some stuff that will make it idiot-proof dead easy. Um, and then connections that count is the next module after that, where we go after people, go after our target market, open up conversations, start conversations, run conversations. How does all that work? Okay. So that's where we're going. Um, think of it like this. All businesses have systems. All businesses have recipes, they have processes, they have, you know, systems theory is all about squeezing the most out of your time and effort in an attempt to get the maximum return. And in a business, that means the maximum profit. So ultimately, for the business to make more money, and that's what we want to do today. So all in favor of making more money, say hoorah. 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 Good. Something you have to think about that. Now. So the link, <laughs> the link lead system will put you in a position to turn on the tap. Um, so if you're a little bit quiet, your diary's a little bit empty, you'll be able to come in here and do the stuff, and all of a sudden, in come some messages. Um, if you want to turn it off because you're going on holiday or you get too busy, whatever that looks like, um, holidays, what are they? Um, <laughs> you'll be able to turn the tap off again. So you'll be in control of how busy your LinkedIn account gets right? So my goal for you ultimately is that you know exactly what to do, when to do it, in what order, on the LinkedIn platform in order to generate inquiries and leads that you can convert into paying clients. And you should be able to do it all in about 30 minutes a day. So it's not going to take up a lot of your working day. Now, obviously, 30 minutes is optimum. Um, by all means, you want to do an hour a day, carry on. The more you do, the better the results but I want to keep it realistic and bite-sized chunks so it's part of your normal routine. Um, I do believe firmly that if you just spent an hour a day on LinkedIn, it could be your entire marketing department and you probably wouldn't really need to do much else if you did it properly every day. 
Monday to Friday, uh, five days a week. But that's up to you. You integrate this into your systems. And at the end of this program, you take the bits you like and you dump the bits you don't. And hopefully you'll make a lot more money as a result. Um, but all the things that I'm showing you, I do. I've tried them. I've tested them. I do them every day, more or less. Um, and they work. So I only share what works. Um, and if you like it, run with it. Um, okay. I've been in business for 25 years now for myself. Um, and I'm here to tell you that you do have to it is vital. It is non-negotiable. You have to spend some time every week to market yourself. Because if you don't, no, 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 you're there. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yes. You could be shit hot at what you do. I know lots of people who are incredibly good, world-class at what they do, and very few people know. And they're not, they don't make any money because they don't know. And unfortunately, marketing isn't taught much. And the marketing that is taught isn't very good. Um, I saw an interesting thing in the news this morning about multi-level marketing scams and there was a lady um, claiming all her money back from Arbonne um, mm -hmm. because she hasn't made any money from it and it was, all, it was a sl slagging match it was a slating match and having been involved in MLM several times and done it fairly well it's painful to watch that kind of stuff because it's, 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 it's hard to watch you know um, but the bottom line is people often don't work hard enough you often hear it's a numbers game, but people don't appreciate what the numbers look like. Um, if you want to know what the numbers look like, let's have a one-to-one -one sometime and I'll run through your numbers for you, but they're usually a lot higher than you think. So you need to go through a lot of people in order to get the right people. You need to shovel through a lot of coal to get the diamonds, straw to get the pin, whatever metaphor you want to use. Um, so I want to make sure that you've got this wrapped up in a daily process that makes it easy to do. And it's all included in a acronym to make it easy, because you know I like acronyms. I like words. Um, and this is split into two. This is the linked basis, the linked process. Linked is the um, basic stuff and the essential stuff and the important stuff. The in part is secondary, but still important. Right? So I've divided it into two divided it into two chunks for you um, and we're going to go through this in detail but this is what you would sit down and do on a daily basis hopefully starting today so let me give you a metaphor because after all what's a metaphor imagine getting off the plane and standing in the city center and you're in a foreign country you've never been there before you need to find a way to navigate your route through the place um, what are you going to look for Signs. Map. Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, hotel booking to work out where the hell I'm going. Um, I remember getting off a train in Atlanta um, from the airport and trying to find the Peachtree Hotel. If any of you have seen the Judge Dredd film, Peachtree is where it all goes horribly wrong. Um, and I remember standing in Atlanta going, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. I'm this young guy from Lanarkshire, and I'm in Atlanta. Where the hell am I? <laughs> you know, I need a map. I need a map. Um, most people will use a map, whether that's on paper, whether it's on a wall, whether it's on Google. Um, every city in the world somewhere has a big map, usually in the town centre, uh, of, of the city. And there's usually a big arrow on it saying, you are here, mm. right? Now, if it doesn't have that you are here arrow on it, it's fairly useless because you don't know where you are. You need to know where you start from. You need to know where you're going. Only then can you work out what's going on. And it's so much easier to reach your destination when you're given a map of the territory. So I see a lot of people posting haphazardly on LinkedIn with anything that they can scrape up from their imagination that qualifies as a post. Okay, And, and as, as LinkedIn becomes more and more like Facebook, some of the stuff that I'm seeing recently... I think doesn't really belong on Facebook. Uh, sorry, doesn't belong on uh, LinkedIn. It belongs on Facebook, belongs on Instagram. Um, we showed you some images last week, which definitely belong on Instagram and not on LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> connecting with anyone and everyone in a scattergun approach on the basis that, well, if I add lots and lots of people to my LinkedIn pool, I'm bound to straight lucky eventually. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, or not making time to to spend on LinkedIn because they think it doesn't work or they don't actually realize what they've got in their hands. Because LinkedIn is free, most people discount stuff that's free. Would you agree with that? Yeah. They often don't value stuff that's free. So, and a lot of people I talk to aren't using LinkedIn 
effectively. You know, they're on it, but they're not using it. Um, add to the fact that there are lots of so-called LinkedIn gurus who give conflicting advice. So you read one thing in one, one uh, training and you hear something completely different from somebody else. And a lot of it's outdated because LinkedIn changes rapidly. Um, there's our new feature coming, by the way, uh, which will immediately date this video, um, called LinkedIn Newsletters. We'll actually be able to run a newsletter on LinkedIn, like an article, but it'll be part of a series. Um, so you can have a newsletter on LinkedIn every week or every month, whatever you want to do. Um, they're rolling it out. You, you'll, you'll see it appear on your list of uh, things you can start a post, start an article, start a newsletter. Um, it's being rolled out slowly. I've seen a couple of people use it already, and it looks like a very, very good idea. And I think for people in this room, this would be a very, very good idea. So keep your eyes open for LinkedIn uh, newsletters. Uh, LinkedIn Live is the other one that's been rolled out slowly, which is the ability to go live on LinkedIn as you can on various other channels to do video. So keep an eye on these things. Um, but it moves fast and it changes all the time and it, and it tweaks and it updates. And I've certainly had to update and tweak a lot of the content of this course compared to the stuff that I wrote in my first version of this book. So, and I'm also studying with the top dogs um, and watching what they're doing all the time. I actually trained with someone who calls themselves the UK's foremost and most expensive LinkedIn trainer. Um, I spent some time with her personally, looking at best practices, and I got one-on-one -on -one training from her. And I know what she does, and I follow what she does very, very closely because she's really um, got her finger on the pulse. But the bulk of the stuff that I'm sharing with you comes from the real world, dealing with real people, um, the school of hard knocks, real-world experience. Um, right now, Instant Edge Limited has too many clients. And um, I have to be a lot more selective about who I'm taking on. I'm putting my fees up all the time and it doesn't stop them. What do you need to do? Um, so if that's a problem you'd like to have, um, then keep watching because I'm going to show you how this is done. Okay, so my goal for you ultimately is that you are able to um, follow a simple daily routine. You sit down at your desk um, on Monday to Friday and you know what to do in what order, like a checklist. Um, the process opens up conversations with the right people. It qualifies prospects early, and the ones that get through the system are warm leads, and that results in appointments in your diary. So this is a very easy to follow daily routine that you can done in about 30 minutes a day. If you want to spend more time on it, go for it. Um, so it's like every time, think of it like this, every time you boot up your computer, you're walking into a room full of ideal prospects. That's what it's like. It's like, I can't wait to jump on LinkedIn today because I'm walking into a hall full of eager people who want to hear what I've got to share. That's the way you want it to be. Um, so this is going to keep you focused. It's going to keep you consistent. It's going to keep you on track and you're going to know what to do. Any, any of you ever been involved in franchises or licensed mm -hmm. stuff where you're given an operations manual and that kind of thing? If, if, you, if you buy a McDonald's, you buy a Subway, you're given a big operations manual which shows you the exact steps you need to do everything, whether it's sweeping the floor, whether it's making the French fries, how you cook, how you cook a, a dish. It's all laid out for you in the order you do it. So in theory, a McDonald's burger in Paris tastes the same as a McDonald's burger in Glasgow. Um, I'll leave that up to you whether you're a fan of McDonald's or not. Um, if you were a pilot, Amid, right. and something goes wrong, mm -hmm. You're flying at 40,000 feet and one of your engines cuts out. What do you do? Mm -hmm. Predetermined actions that everyone does uniformly. Yep. So you've got a checklist. You go down, you check this, you yes. check that, you check that, hit that, press that, pray a little bit, hit that. <laughs> you know, you, there's a process, right? There's a process yes. for every eventuality. So what I'm giving you in link leads is a marketing process to get you in front of pre-qualified, pre-educated potential clients. It's effectively a red hot lead in your inbox. Is that useful to you? Yes. Good. Mm -hmm. It's useful to me. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the core, the core things that you would expect to be doing on LinkedIn. Um, let me give you the big picture first, then we'll go into all the little details. In order to go from haphazardly posting, posts that nobody reads, um, to getting a stream of warm leads, there's three kind of core things that I would recommend you do. Number one, you like, comment, and share. Okay, so you're going to like people's posts. You're going to comment on people's posts and you're going to share occasionally, right? Um, so you're, you're jumping into the networking event and you're mingling and you're doing the stuff. You're getting involved. Um, secondly, you've been inviting 10 of your target market to connect a day. 
So you're going to do a search for your target ideal market and you're going to connect with 10 people a day. I would suggest that's optimum. Um, if you want to do more than that, fine. Just be aware LinkedIn has a limit, so you, you don't really want to hit your limit or they'll stop you. Um, plus, you also need to be able to keep up with the messages, right? So 10 is a good number. And thirdly, posting good content, and here's the important distinction, that your target market will find interesting. It's not about you. It's about them. It's always about them. Right, you've heard the whole thing about um, everybody listens to the same radio station. It's called WIFM, W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? People only care. I'm not going to follow a local chiropractor's Facebook page unless he's given me stuff that I can use, exercises, tips, books, resources. Okay? So you want to be the go-to person in your field. You want to be the font of all knowledge. You want to be the source. You want to be the living Google for your clients so they don't have to go and spend time searching stuff because you keep feeding it to them. Right, and I'm going to make this really, really easy because we're going to give you templates to make it really, really simple. Um, so that's the core three things you're going to do. But I want to expand it a little bit and put it into this. This is the linked daily process. Linked is an acronym, so it's easy to remember. You're always going to know where you are. You're always going to know what's next. Makes it easy. First thing you should be doing is looking for prospects. So number one, accept connection requests. You'll get connection requests every day if you're active on LinkedIn. Only accept connection requests from your target market. Ooh. Uh, stop accepting connection requests from any old contact. Right? I'm suggesting only let them into your pool if they meet your ideal client criteria or when you look at their profile, you think they're a good fit. So they're going to be a useful partner, useful alliance. They might be an influencer, but not just anybody and everybody. Okay. That's important. That's important. Question? What, what, what if it's someone you meet a networking event? Absolutely. Well, if you want to. <laughs> Do you want that? Because let's face it, you and I have thought of this a lot, Carl. You go to networking events and there's certain, there's certain uh, archetypes that you meet at networking events that you don't want anywhere near you. So um, you be selective and you choose who gets into your tribe. But yeah, absolutely. If, if, if you met them, you like to sound what they had to say, you think they could be good, either you're good for them or they're good for you, of course you can. Of course you can. But not just anybody, right? So if you get five connection requests, you go click, click, click. No, start being selective. Um, uh, Jonathan? Yes. You know when you're doing the searches on, uh, the link, on LinkedIn? The LinkedIn yep. Um, is there any way that you can exclude certain people? So, for example, I'm often looking at corporate wellness and so many personal trainers come up. Aha. Uh -huh. But I'm not really, they're not really my ideal client unless they're doing, well, I don't know, just some of them really aren't. Like, kind of, there are some people who are doing, like, um, what's it called when you make people really big? Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Yeah, like there's things like this come up and, and it's kind of, I've noticed that the biggest um, kind of pattern is that um, it's people like that that aren't my ideal client. Or do I just go through the lists and delete them? Is that the <laughs> Um Okay, well, there's, this goes, we're, we're going to talk a lot more about this when we get to module five or six. But um, I mentioned a thing called the Boolean search. The Boolean search, George Boole, I think his name was, um, mathematician, came up with this way of uh, sifting through information. And we now use it on LinkedIn quite extensively. If my LinkedIn would boot up, because I'm on Zoom. There we go. So you can use Boolean search to exclude people. Yeah. Um, so the way you would do it is, if it, what did you say, corporate wellness? Or what did you say? Yeah, corporate wellness. Right. Yeah. So I would put corporate wellness in inverted commas, which is called an exact match. So... If, if you type in corporate wellness into a search box, yeah. LinkedIn will go and find every mention of the word corporate and every mention of the word wellness. Okay. Right? But if you put it in inverted commas, you're going to get only that phrase. Oh, okay. So it excludes any um, permutations of that. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I'd be doing that. But the other thing you can also put in there is not personal mm -hmm. trainer. Okay. Okay. Awesome. As in, write the words not. As in, write the word yeah, not. Right, okay. Yeah, right. Can you see my screen? When you, when you have to have the full personal trainer in quotes as well. 
Oh, right, I see your screen, I see it now. Uh, I'm not sure if you do, maybe. No. Not sure, I don't think so. You can do that on the um, sales navigator as well. That's yes. Using. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So there's 29,000 mm. coming up. And if you look at those, mm. they seem to be a wee bit tighter. So yeah, yeah, that great. should help. Um, got, I a get, question. got a question sure. for you. What? I noticed like you say third and then... Um, so if you're if you're connecting with somebody and they're only at the second second circle away from you, is, yeah. does that help? Does does it also map out how you who you add to your LinkedIn profile? In other words, the person might have you might like the person, but they're also part of a larger community that you're not in. Absolutely. So I would recommend you go for second level connections. You'd already attached all your first level connections. They're seeing your stuff. I would suggest you. Do all your searches should be second level. Third level, so the idea behind this is the six degrees of separation. So first level are guys you've met or connected with. The second level are guys who know someone that knows you. Hey, I know him. Right? <laughs> the guy right in the top of the No, seriously, I know him. Funny. I, f- I feel the referral coming on. Right? So, um, <laughs> Light bulb just came on, sorry. Um, third level is going to be, they don't know you. And they don't know anyone who knows you. Does that make sense? So I, I would suggest you keep it level two. Uh, there's plenty of people in level two for you to think about. So I'd always narrow it down to level two. But there's a thousand people who fit that search. Um, a quick a quick thing I would suggest is if they don't have a photograph, ignore them. I never connect with anyone who doesn't have at least a profile photograph in here. Because if they haven't got a profile photograph, in my opinion, they're not serious on LinkedIn. If you can't be bothered putting your photograph up there, I don't want to talk to you. Um, a couple of other things. Uh, I always do a personalized message. Always, always, always. Some people would say, don't. I say, do. So you add a note here, and I would say something like, hi, Bruce. I would use a first name, and I would write a personalized introduction. You can use the standard template that I gave you last time. Um, what's smarter to do is actually go and look at their profile. So bring Bruce up and see if you can find something that you have in common, whatever that might be. A um, little bit of NLP here for you. Commonality breeds rapport. Differences breeds argument. So you tend to be like people or like people who are like you, right? So commonality breeds rapport. So you're looking for things that you have in common. So if you go and look at Bruce uh, and his profile, you're looking down here for anything that you can see. Uh, so for example, fitness right away is into fitness, obviously. Um, can't spell it, but he likes fitness. So um, <laughs> I, would, uh, I would immediately, he only has 158 connections. Um, so he's not very active on LinkedIn, you know, but, you know, look down here for things that you can find as, as an agreement. If you want to connect with this guy, then that's what I would do. Okay, cool. So I, I got a question now. Go for now, it. Now, I know Bruce and I know he, back in my other workplace, he was part of the introductory uh, piece of it. Uh, bringing good life into into the hospital. Okay. If if Bethan's looking for something where there's a, a CrossFit, uh, that, that might would she not seek out me to have a chat? Say what's he like? Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, she could. She, she 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 could ask for an introduction. Absolutely. That's another way of doing it. Um, that's another way of doing it. Uh, I'm talking about just a, on a daily routine basis yeah. of just searching for ten contacts. All right. But yeah, absolutely. If you see this common mutual connection in here, you can ask for an introduction. Uh, I don't tend to do that very often. Um, I think it. I think it. I think it smacks of salesiness. It's like, okay, Mary, can you introduce me to Bethan? It it makes me sound as if I'm coming in with intent. You know, um, the jet is strafing and it's about to to bomb. I I, I just think it's easier to, if I meet them directly. Um, having mutual connections, yeah. I mean, I could easily say, hey, Bruce, how are you doing? I see we've both got a mutual connection in Bernie. Bernie says he doesn't like you. Um, but I'd like to connect with you anyway. Uh, <laughs> so. well, it's not that I don't like him. I just don't. I don't, I don't. Because I know his personality, and I, I'm, I'm guessing what you're, Bethany, I'm guessing where you're coming from, and I don't think it's going to, yeah, he, he's all sales. All right. Well, this he, was he, my next question was, for example, he's, he's a corporate wellness manager, so now maybe I'm thinking, because I want people who want to get into corporate wellness. And I noticed mm-hmm. that a lot of health and wellness people have corporate wellness written 
Like the people I want are the people that have it written at the bottom of their profile. Oh, I also do corporate mm -hmm. wellness, but they're not really doing much about it. And they need that help to just kind of mm. take it to the next step. So if I'm putting corporate wellness in the brackets, in the, the flying commas, mm -hmm. it's cool. Quotation marks, sorry. Yep. Um, Flank on, I'd like that. Is that, <laughs> is that gonna pick up on what's in their profile mm. or just what's in their heading? That's my question, my next question. It scans so, the whole profile. It scans okay. the whole profile. So it will be anywhere it's mentioned. So maybe Can I just exclude manager so that I don't get people who are already in corporate wellness, but yeah. So, okay, I'm gonna play with this and see what works. Mm. Can I just say, sorry, I don't know whether this is any uh, use or not, but you know, I thought as a yoga teacher, it was something I thought of for years and toyed with for years, kind of going into the corporate market. Yeah. You know, and if I'd have found you years ago, that probably would have been really helpful in where I'd have ended up. But so maybe I didn't have that in any profile anywhere. Right. Yeah. So That's also looking at people who maybe have yoga teachers. Yeah. Just general yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Because I guess people not everyone's going to have it in their profile. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's <laughs> thanks, Jenny. You're welcome. So yeah, uh, wellness people on my second level in the UK. There's four or five thousand. Carol. Sorry to interrupt because I um I, it's because I think it's it's potentially important um. So, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at um, the ways of excluding people from searches using Boolean operators. Yes. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd be interested to, to, to find out just how sophisticated that search is because Boolean, Boolean, Boolean operators Him. are yep. uh, and, not, or, if, and they're a mainstay in programming. I use them occasionally with certain bits of code. I don't tend to do that much web uh, programming now, but um, so when, you know, and they're ideal for, when, you know, for um, dictating si situations to then determine, you know, whether you run a particular piece of code or not. So I I'm wondering, can you use such words as, you know, and or not uh, and potentially create a long string? Because that's what it is. Yes, which you can. Then, which then runs against the database and LinkedIn. Yes, you can. Um, I'll send you, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to cover it in a wee bit of detail uh, in a later module, but I can send you uh, the basics so you can get started with it straight away. But the answer to your question is, yes, you can use all of those qualifiers um, to get a, a much more targeted search. There you go. Thank you. That's awesome. It's very, very handy. Very, very handy. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So going back to that, um, in terms of doing your searches every day, you're looking for 10. The other thing you want to look at is the, the, the second level connections, the connections of your connections. Um, so another way to do this, if we go back to uh, LinkedIn for a minute, let's go to these guys. So if I went to my first level connections only, who are corporate wellness people, and we have a look at, let's see, Ashley Turner, who started first. Ashley's got 500 plus connections. If I click on those, we then can see who she knows. So these guys know Ashley, right? Um, I could then look down here and see if these are in my target market, right? So is there anybody in this list? So I'm now looking at Ashley's connections and I'm looking down here. In my case, I'd be looking for coaches or, uh, oh, there you go, Dana Blythe, who's in my second line. I don't know her yet. Guess what? Boom, I'm going to connect with her because she's going to see that we've got a common connection in Ashley. Does that make sense? So however you want to do it, but 10 a day is your optimum. Mm -hmm. All right. And absolutely look at the connections of your connections because they're sitting there right there ready for contacting. Um, okay. They know someone who knows you, so they're worth, they're worth it into. At least that's one piece of commonality is you've got mutual connection. Um, effectively, Ashley has found all those other people for me, right? I'm now going to go through her database and see if there's anybody that I'd like to speak to. That's like going to a networking event and you saying, um, here's my phone book. Is there anyone there you'd like to speak to? You know, um, it's powerful. If you believe in the six degrees of separation concept, then the guys in the second level are one person away. So it's quite powerful. Um, also, can in I normal. Just, 
Sure. Sorry, can I just ask as well, you know, if you do find somebody this connection, it shows up when you go onto their page, doesn't it? The, Who's viewed my it, profile? It yeah. Yeah, which is, feels like, you you know, you're snipping and I don't know, it just feels like, and then you send them a message. Is that it's fine? Well, if I've done that, if I've viewed their profile up front, I will usually say something like, hey, I had a quick look at your profile. It looks like you and I have so, some synergy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you absolutely want to avoid being creepy or stalkerish. Yeah, um, and if if that helps, then do that. Um, but I th- you know, everybody knows that people are looking at your profile mm. all day long. But yeah, it just makes it softer. Okay, because um, I think it means that you've then done your research. For a reason, like um, yeah, it could just be that you've got something in common. It doesn't mean that you're like going to sell to them. It's just like oh, I've looked at your profile. If you connect with with them without looking at their profile, yeah, it's like I've seen your heading and I've just connected with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. to so in a way, I think it's quite it gives it more yeah residence. Yeah, yeah. I would say anyway. Every day I get messages going, "Hey, uh, good to connect. Uh, we offer digital marketing services. How, you know, how are you getting leads?" And I, and I'm the <laughs> Have you looked at my profile? <laughs> did, you, did you even look? Um, so yeah, you'll get you'll get those kind of posts. In, in a normal situation, out with any pandemics, um, you'd probably yeah. have a, a, a drawer full of business cards gathering mm-hmm. dust. Um, so any business cards you would collect at a networking event, I would usually go and look through them again. If they're my mm-hmm. target market, I'll go and find them on LinkedIn and connect with them. But I'm I'm selective. It's not just anybody. I'm being selected. Ultimately, I'm trying to build a pool on LinkedIn, not of just generic contacts, but of potential prospects, right? So, or alliances. Um, that's that's what I'm trying to build. Somebody had a question? Nope. Okay. So you see, it's a slightly different mindset. We're not we're not just we're not just building a pool of um, contacts for the hell of having a big number. We're we're being very selective and fill and using LinkedIn as a marketing tool to build a queue of potential prospects. I want, I want 30,000 coaches on my LinkedIn profile because then I don't really need to go anywhere else. Does that make sense? 30,000 mm-hmm. is your limit. Um, imagine you had 30,000 people in your target market on your LinkedIn profile. You'd probably be on LinkedIn more often. So invite 10 to connect is the I in linked. Invite 10 of them to connect. So search your target market, invite 10 of them to connect. Um, as I said before, I always do a personalized note um, and I always use their first name in it uh, so it doesn't look as if it's a spam bot or, or, or just a robot. Um, the way I would think about this is look at the connection request you get. When someone comes to you with a connection request, what kind of language entices you to connect with them? What is it about what they said? How did they word it? Uh, how do you like them to word it? I would model that. So whatever you feel is a good approach for you, Use that approach when you're when you're reaching out to new clients or new prospects. Um, but here's the thing to think about. When you get a new connection on LinkedIn, you don't just get that one person. You're adding all of their first-level contacts to your second-level pool. Think about that for a minute. So right now, I've got 4,195 connections on LinkedIn. So if you weren't already connected to me, the minute you connect to me, you've just gained 4,195 people in your second level. That's the power of this thing. And you can contact any of them. So think about that. Very, very powerful. The N in linked is to nurture the relationship. So you're going to have a non-salesy conversation that builds trust and rapport the way you would in person. If it, if you wouldn't do it in the pub, you don't do it in LinkedIn. If you wouldn't do it in a live um, networking event, you shouldn't be doing it in LinkedIn. Okay? Now, I'm going to give you a whole cut-and-paste swipe file of messages um, in Module 7 on how to do this. So it'll be copy and paste. So you have to think much. But imagine you're at a live networking event. You meet this new person. What would you talk about? Right? Um, a, a couple of ones that I hear all the time at networking events are, what line of business are you in? Well, that doesn't work because you should know that by looking at the profile. <laughs> so I, I would normally start with something like, how's business? At the moment, we've all got one big thing in common with the pandemic. So it's easy to say, how has the, how has the pandemic, you know, affected your business or how are you coping right now? Or have you kept safe and well? Something like that. You know, uh, I like to send a message that says, I, I, I hand sanitized this message before I sent it to you. That usually gets a laugh. Um, <laughs> it's commonality, right? So what would you say to someone at the coffee station at a networking event? That's what you should be saying on LinkedIn. And what would you talk about at a live networking so event? 
Jonathan, should it be in a question format rather than a statement? So should it be, ah. how are you getting through COVID rather than, I hope you're getting on well in COVID? Or I hope you're, you're I would okay through COVID? I would always put a question, see, I, second bit of NLP, the person asking the questions is running the conversation. Aren't they? Thank you. So always have a question in there. So I would probably do something like, you know, um, hope you've kept safe and well, full stop. Do you get much business from LinkedIn? Or something like that. How's business? So yeah, end in a question or have a question in there somewhere and ask a question that's fairly easy to answer. Don't, don't start. I saw one the other day. It was great. It was like, what are your three biggest goals for the next decade? I'm like, bloody hell, you're making me work there. You know, um, that's not the way to start a conversation. You wouldn't ask someone that at a networking event. So ask easy questions. Um, be conversational. It's a business meeting. So be professional. Make them think, but don't make them think too hard. Um, and ask a question that encourages a reply. You're trying to start a conversation. The whole point, for fuck's sake, of social media for business is to start conversations. <laughs> That's the whole point. That's what it's for. So start a conversation. No selling, no sales closes. Um, you'll actually stand out by not selling, by not attempting to sell. People will actually go, I actually got a message the other day that said, um, great to connect and thanks for not hitting me with a sales pitch. That's what she said. Yeah. Jonathan. Yo. So I've, I've a couple of people have connected me with myself, I don't know, the last month or so, a couple of months. And, 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 even, and even taking you know, this approach, you know, it's still... It still smacks of being um, not that genuine. So, are, are there any hints or tips or, that you can that you can you know impart that just you know immediately you know get over a sense of you know of authenticity? Is this is this in terms of what you're seeing in your connection request? Uh, just you know when they've you know added a note and then you know and then start and then sent a couple of messages. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, there's going to come a point where it goes kind of freestyle and, you know, you're now talking human being to human being, having a conversation. So there, there comes a point where you're going to have to make that bet up yourself. But to start off with, um, there's some what I call bankers. There's some, there's some, there's some guaranteed conversation starters like, um, how's business? Um, who do you work best with? So I know what kind of clients you're looking for. Um, what do you do for your clients? Uh, what do you enjoy most about what you do? How would I spot a good prospect for you? My, my whole attitude is it's all about them. It's not about me. It's all about them. B&I calls it givers gain, give to get, however you want to phrase this. I'm interested in them. I'm starting a conversation about them. I'm not, I'm not pitching me at all. I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying not to even talk about me. I want to find out all about them. I want to find out um, what they're looking for, how I can help them. I'm trying to help them initially. I'm trying to be a good guy. I'm trying to be seen as being a useful contact. So be you, talk like you, but it is directionalized. You're, you're going somewhere with this. Um, does that help? Start, you're having a conversation. You're having a normal conversation the way you would at a networking event. So it's all about the other person. Mm. And if, it, if, it, if, if you're feeling it's coming across as schmaltzy or, or, or canned, then it probably is, in which case don't do it. You know, say what you would say. Now, bear in mind, you're going to get some people on LinkedIn who have been spammed so much, they've become really cynical and defensive. They're, they're on edge from the minute you start. Um, so I'll, I, if I sense that, I might say something like, I bet you're expecting a sales pitch, aren't you? like all the other predators on here or something like that. I'll call it as I see it. It's like if I felt, I remember I was running an NLP training course once. I think it was, it was a 14 day training, 14 days straight. And I think about day seven or eight, there was a weird atmosphere. I walked in the room in the morning and there was a weird atmosphere. And I taught the first segment. And by the morning break, I thought, this is, this is heavy. There's something going on. So when we resumed for our tea break, I, I, I sort of downed tools and went, right guys, what's happening? what's going on? There's something going on in here and I want to know what it is because it's getting in the way. And we lanced this boil that was festering under the surface and it actually turned into a really big deal and it was great. It was a huge teaching opportunity. 
But if we hadn't done it, it would have festered and festered and festered. So it's similar on LinkedIn. When you we, sometimes you de detect an error, in which case call it as you see it. Um, it's a numbers game. So some people are going to be completely closed and give you one word answers. And even if you try and tease them out, they still don't talk, in which case, great. You're signing a networking event, having big pregnant pauses with an awkward customer, in which case I'd be like, right, um, let me introduce you to Jim, <laughs> you know, and run away. Um, so just be human, just be real, just be you. I'm giving you scripts and templates and things which I want you to then personalize and adapt. Um, I don't want you to just copy and paste. I want you to kind of put your own style into it. But um, every message is a conversation. So I think if you, I got one the other day, um, it was clearly cut and paste. It was, uh, hi, John, great to connect. Um, I've had a look at your profile and I'm sure that we can do a lot for the Smithsonian company. And I went, <laughs> uh, I think you've copied and pasted that to the Smithsonian guy and you've just sent me it. So I actually came back and went, cut and paste much? That was my message. Cut and paste much? Guess what? I've never heard from him since. Uh, so it's like come on don't do that hopefully that helps um another quick quick thing you can do is if you if you go into linkedin into your messages let me jump back in here again uh where are we you go into linkedin and you go into your messages um <clears throat> you can sort it by on red so rather than having to you probably know this already but just in case you don't there's a little filter thing here Right, so um, you can actually filter it to unread messages only, and it will sort them out for you. So you're not looking at stuff you've already replied to. Um, eventually, there's a lag. Come on, catch up. But down here, you see all the little blue ones, which tell you these are messages that you still to respond to. Okay, uh, look at this. Hey, Jordan, thanks for connecting. Hope you're having a great Monday. I saw you registered for the Maverick webinar last Tuesday. LinkedIn lead you. It'd be great to know what you found particularly useful or interesting. Uh, no idea. I don't think I watched it. Did I? So I might have to do some digging. Um, but this pulls up all your unread messages, so you, you, can, you can sift through them all rather than have to like, try and find the ones you've responded to. The other nice thing about the message system in LinkedIn is it's got everything in the conversation in day order all the way back forever. So you can see exactly what has been said all the way up, even like last year, the year before. Happy birthday, Merry Christmas. It's all there. So it's like email. You can you can track it back. I would suggest you respond to these messages within 24 to 48 hours. Right. And our reason for coming in every day is that you are answering your messages and you're keeping on top of your inbox. Um, if you go quicker than 24 hours, it looks quite desperate. Uh, it looks like you're sitting on your computer waiting for a reply. You're Johnny No Mates. Um, so you run the play, you run your LinkedIn process, and then you shut your computer and go away or you shut off LinkedIn and go away, right? You're coming in, doing your LinkedIn stuff, shutting it off, going away and do all the stuff. That's how I would suggest you do it. All right. You probably knew how to sort by unread messages anyway. So the LinkedIn process, uh, the link process here is <clears throat> inviting 10 people to connect. You then nurture a relationship, have a non-salesy conversation to build trust and rapport. Um, here's another bit of NLP to, to kind of help with uh, Mary's question. Uh, Roger Kipling's Honest Serving Men. You're bound to have heard of this. So what's the difference between a closed question and an open question? Open your way for you. You invite them to open it. It's not just a yes or a no. It's... Right, so a closed question is a yes or no. Do you use LinkedIn much? They go, yes. Mm -hmm. Great. <laughs> but if you say, how often are you on LinkedIn? You tend to get a better result. So the what, why, when, how, where and who. Rudyard Kipling's Six Honest Serving Men, How Sexist. But um, these are open questions. So they will start a long answer. And that's what you want. You're trying to have a conversation. This works in networking events Jonathan, as well. Hello. Question for you. Would it be a good question to ask um, if, if, if I'm, I'm saying that I'm curious about writing good content, what sort of stuff interests you? Yes, that's a good question. That's a great question. It's an open question, right? Um, okay. But what's, you know, what are you doing to get business? Um, why did you start your own business? Uh, all of these questions open up sentences. It's not as simple as yes <laughs> or no. 
So again, the person asking the questions is running the conversation. And if you ask open questions using these six words, you will get longer, better quality conversations. And it's all about them. Somebody's paying attention. How often in the, in the universe, how often in your average day, especially in a, a lockdown, does someone actually give you 100% attention and focuses on nothing but you for 10 minutes? It's rare, right? Children want your presence, not your presence. Um, and so does your partner. So... <laughs> At what point do we go into a relationship seminar? So um, give the person time. Talk about them. Build a relationship. At some point, they're going to go, what about you? Fine, talk about you. But initially, it's that. And at some point, you're going to go freestyle. But just do what you would do at a live networking event. Okay? Now, there's going to come a point where you're starting to move towards qualification. You're starting to move towards, we've got a good rapport going. You feel as if there's a connection going. You're asking yourself, would I have this person as a client? based on the interactions we've had, do I like them? And then you're going to start to move in towards your qualifying questions. So it's usually about four, five, six messages in. I'm now starting to think, okay, let's find out if there's a need here. You know, in the, in the, in the, the sales model that I teach, step one is build rapport. Step two is ask questions. Step three, find a need. If there's no need, move on. But if there's a need offer them your services. So you're going to start moving into the next step, which is the key question step, right? So in the link process, you'll see the next question is key questions. Key questions to find need. Ask whatever questions you would normally ask to see if there's a need for your product or service. Now, every product or service or treatment has certain questions that the provider needs to ask to establish whether the prospect needs you, right? So what would you ask a client or potential client in an initial conversation. That's the questions you would ask on LinkedIn. Okay, to establish if there's a need. Yes, you're a problem solver, but you first have to be a problem finder. If they don't need your service, and this is where a lot of LinkedIn pitching goes wrong, because someone's pitching you without number one, getting to know you, and number two, finding out whether you need them or not. So you're going to avoid that. Think of it this way. Who does a doctor want to see? Healthy patient, patients or sick patients? Who does a cooking masterclass leader want to speak to? People who are great cooks or people who aren't that confident cooking? Beginners. Who's a digital marketer want to speak to? Someone who's already fully booked or someone who needs more customers? More customers. More customers. Who's a web guy want to speak to? A company that has an award-winning website that brings in sales every day or a company that recognizes they need a good website to bring in sales? <laughs> who does a mental toughness and resilient I did my homework who does a mental toughness and resilience trainer want to speak to high morale top performers or a company who needs help getting the staff motivated needing help who does a personal performance coach want to speak to a project manager who's cruising with perfectly balanced operations or a project manager who's stressed and squeezed for time stressed stressed <sighs> Who does a transformational coach want to speak to? Passionate, driven women who've got life totally sussed or unfulfilled, unfulfilled women who want more out of life? Unfulfilled. unfulfilled yeah. Who does Bernie want to speak to? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, you need to teach me. Because um, Bernie can do so much and Bernie knows so many different people. Bernie's a connector. Um, so in marketing, I might ask, how's business? On LinkedIn, I might say, are you getting plenty of leads coming in during the pandemic? Or has business dried up? Now, if they go, we're fully booked. We've got business flying out of us. There's no need there for me. They don't need my services. I'm looking for the guys who are going, oh, man, it's hard. Right? I'm looking for the guys who are struggling, who need lead generation, who need visibility, who need web stuff, because I can help them with that. The guys who are the inspirers at the top of the pyramid, they don't need me. So I'm going to ask questions. I'm now moving into my key questions phase. And I'm now starting to ask questions about, you know, um, are, you active on, are you active on LinkedIn? Yes, no. Do you use social media much to get business? Is it working for you? I'm now starting to ask the questions I would ask a client if I was sitting in front of a prospect. Okay. Another good question is, what's your biggest challenge in business right now? This is after you've gone in and been all friendly and normal. Yes, we've now moved from, we've got the trust and rapport going. 
These are not opening questions. Not necessarily. These are the questions I would ask a prospect to see if they need me or not. Yeah. So we're now into a sales conversation, which is the key questions, right? Mm. Um, how do people hear about you is a question I would ask. That answer is going to tell me a lot. Are you happy with your branding? Mm. So in your profession, there'll be certain key, key questions that you would ask a prospect. So I would suggest you write them down and have them in a swipe file so you can copy and paste them at LinkedIn because at this stage, you're now asking that prospect those questions and that's going to tell you whether or not they need your services or not. Okay? You're not pitching them. You're, a you're asking questions to find out do they need your stuff. Now, if they don't need your stuff, what do you do? Keep them in your network. Keep in your network. They become effectively a dormant connection and move on. You've had that conversation. They don't need you. Great. Move on. Next. Easy peasy. It's all about them. It's not about you. If, on the other hand, they say, yes, I do. I actually could really do with that. Then you're going to say, would you like some help with that? That's your. You can, you can buy books on 101 sales closes. The one I like is, would you like some help with that? <laughs> and they can say yes or they could say no. It's entirely up to them. So, Bethan, what would you ask a potential digital marketing client? Give me a question that you would ask someone. Oh, I hate this part. I'm so bad at this. Uh, well, that's something you want to work on then. Yeah, um, I guess I would ask them, do you use social media for leads and is it working for you? <laughs> there you go. Do you get business from social media? Sure. Yeah. Um, or... Do you, I mean, do you have a corporate offer that you've, you know, are you even looking, are you even looking to, to you know, like, is corp, a corporate offer something you'd be interested in creating? Okay, I like that. I'm not sure they would understand what that means, but, right. but, um, but yeah, I, I like the gist of that. Yeah. How about, do you work, uh, I don't know, do you work one-to-one? -one? Do you, do you only work one-to-one -one or do you also have a corporate offer? Okay. So, okay. So to, would you like to, would you like to do more corporate level work? Are yeah. you already doing corporate level work? That can say, yes, yeah, so you can lead yeah. into that conversation. There I you go. The ones that want to move from one-to-one -to, -one to corporate, right? So. so linked leads, the system I'm teaching you is a marketing process. The whole point of marketing is to get in front of the client. At that point, you then bring in your sales process, which is how do you get, a deal, mm. right? You might be able to sell snow to Eskimos, but you have to get in front of them first. So <laughs> marketing is finding the Eskimos, selling is buying their stuff or selling them your stuff. So we're moving into a sales conversation here to establish if there's a need. So you need to be thinking about five, six questions that you would ask a prospect to establish whether or not they're a potential customer for you. That's your sales process. And you should have that written down. And a lot of people are crap at sales. I certainly was because I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. And sales basically boils down to, what do I say and who do I say it to? So have a set of questions ready to go that you know will pull out needs. Mary, how do you, what do you ask someone to find out if they're a potential client or not? Uh, it usually comes in the form of, you sound very, very swamped for time. Are you looking to get some time back? Beautiful. Like that a lot. Like that a lot. Like that a lot. So you could you could easily build. Yeah, that it's in. usually tailored on something they've said to me. Yeah, or you, you sound, can ask it. It's then that you sound swapped. Excellent. Early yeah. on, you could ask. You know, how's your how's how's the how's lockdown affected your work life balance, and see where they go with that. You know, can't believe where where, where did February yeah. go? Where did January go? Um, <laughs> is it just me or is time flying by? See what they say. You're probing. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Jenny, yeah. what could you ask about cooking confidence? Um well I've kind of I've kind of decided that I probably need to to go looking in the corporate wellness um aspect for the the more like the group cooking experience. Got it. Um so I would be asking things like what sort of what sort of group activities activities are you managing to do just now or 
Um, are you looking for some fresh ideas for bringing your team together or love it? Uh, stuff like stuff like that is literally off the top of my head. Perfect. Do you do group activities? You know what, what what's worked before? What what was the best mm. group activity that boosted morale? When was the last time you did that? These mm. are all great. Great. They're all, you're all directional. You're steering it. You're now steering it, but it's not by my ship. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, so here's not. my pitch deck. No, it's like you're just tentatively probing. And if they say no, there's gazillions more people on LinkedIn that you can connect with tomorrow. So don't worry about it. Carl, what would you say when you're talking to a prospect to see if they need you or not? Uh, this is the area I really need to nail down. It's the it's the question. It's the initial questions, you know, to stimulate, you know, have his business, blah blah blah. I need to get that nailed down. And and this bit here, JC. Okay, so I used to say at BNI, I, I, one of my favourite BNI 60 second pitches was I said, and let's do this. Repeat after me. How is business? How is business? Do you have a website? Do you have a website? Is it making you sales? Is it making you sales? Making you sales. Would you like it to? Would you like it to? <laughs> that was it. And I made them recite that six times. That was my 60 second pitch. So they now knew the questions to go and ask people. How's about, do you have a website? Yes, no. Is it making you sales? Yes, no. Would you like it to? Yes, no. Boom. That works. Do you get much business from the web? The world's gone online since lockdown. Do you get much business from the web? Mm. There you go. Now you're starting. What's, you know, how has lockdown affected the traffic to your website? Bet they don't know the answer to that question. Bet they have no idea. So, you, so, so then you go, do you know what traffic your website gets? <laughs> now you're in okay do you use online video much these are all great questions um i'm sure i've got a bank of questions i can give you Carl, that i've used over the years that work really well so this is important and again this, this this is no surprise to me and it highlights a need that i see in business owners all the time is that they don't have a formal and formal means written down marketing process or sales process right because you get that point oh shit what do i say next because if you've got it written down it's dead easy it's dead easy. Like, I'm not making this up from my head. I have a script. Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm cheating. But it works. Keeps me, on, keeps me on target. Amid, what would you ask a potential client to find I out think, if they need you or not? Well, you were talking about making, probing and finding out what sort of feel I'm getting back from the potential client. And yep. I would adjust my phraseology relative to this person's, what I perceive as their need. True. So, I think I would come out with something because I, I, I do believe in this invincible mindset as a person myself. I would somehow relate it to what I think their need would be in that overall framework. Absolutely. Because I think we all need that. We, we need that mindset. And I would just try and adjust myself relative to their what I perceive as their need. Yep. So I, I would ask something like, how is your team's morale? Yes. How's the guys' morale? Are all your guys working from home? Yes, no. Great. How's their morale right now? When was the last time you did a corporate event? Have you Mm -hmm. done any corporate events virtually yet? Mm. Now we're going somewhere. Mm. Right? Not not hard at all. Bernie, what could you ask someone to see if they're potentially a client for you? Everybody's a client for me. I love that belief system. So let's talk about (laughs) let's talk about your spray. My spray? (laughs) Yeah. My spray. My spray involves in uh, actually going to a live network event, and much like in the, in the past, uh, you get to know the people, get to know the flavor of them, and from there, I do a one-on-one. The questions that uh, come up is, I start talking about that, or they start talking about themselves as they as they unfold their story. Uh, I pick out pieces, going, I know someone that can help you. You need LinkedIn marketing. Well, I know a guy. Just happens to be across the globe, but that's okay. That's not too far at all, right? And or I need I need uh, someone that does some great cooking. Jenny, I love those recipes online. I'm looking at that, going now. I'm hungry. Dagnabbit! I can't. No, <laughs> son of a gun. Okay, <laughs> you know, are you pressed for time? I I know somebody. Uh, there you go. And, and Mary knows how to manage that. There you go. So Benny's well, going to have a huge list of questions. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but it's having those having those in a Word document or a swipe file or, or there's clever software that can do it, that, that it's ready to go. You don't have to think too hard. 
and that's the whole point. You can batter through these really, really quickly. Jenny, how would you ask, what questions do you ask a lady whether she is a key target for you? Um, what are you unhappy with in your life right now? Oh, oh, that's deep. Ooh. Yep, yeah, and that's going to flag up. You know, and you've got you've got physical stuff, you've got emotional stuff, you've got mental mm-hmm. stuff, you've got spiritual stuff. So you've got n- numerous ends. Mm. You know, it's not hard. It's what would you say to someone at a live event? But it's important mm. that you've got these um, up your sleeve to mm. deploy weapons of mass distraction to deploy because questions are the answer. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, I've got a book on that. Actually, questions are the answers. You know, I I started a book called that, and I never published it. Yeah, one of many. Okay, so. That's the key questions that, to find a need. And, and, I, and I called it key questions mainly because I needed a word that started with a K, otherwise it ruined my acronym. So um, <laughs> key questions. <laughs> and, the, and the close is, would you like some help with that? Right? If they say yes, what are you suggesting? Or how, how can you help? You're then moving into the E, explain how you can help. If you've uncovered a need and your connection wants help, my recommendation is take it off of LinkedIn. Right? Do not try and close a deal on LinkedIn. You want to get it offline. You want to get them on the phone or you want to get them on Zoom. Um, which is still online. But get it off LinkedIn and go have a conversation elsewhere. Do not try and close a deal on LinkedIn. The linked leads process is a marketing process. You're now taking them into your sales process, which should be face-to-face, one-on-one or virtual. <laughs> but only if they have a need and only because you've asked questions of them. Right. At no point are you pitching them on LinkedIn because that's not the place to do it. Um, and if they go, yeah, this sounds great. Oh, you do that. I didn't realize you did corporate events. Oh, you do that. I didn't know you did cookery classes. Oh, you do that. I didn't know you did that. You go, great. Let's get a date in the diary and we'll have a call about it and we'll chat about it properly. And that's the D. Diary an appointment and invite them to become a client. That's the core of this process. Right. It's not about posting because you probably won't get a client from a post. It's not about liking, commenting, sharing, because you probably won't get a client from doing that. You'll get a client from this part. So this part is the important bit. The booked appointment in your diary is the thing that counts. It's the only thing that counts, because that's why you're on LinkedIn, to get paying clients. You're not doing it for the good of your health. So remember to ask you back in module one, how many appointments do you need to hit your sales target for the year? And how many of those appointments are going to convert into a client? Is it one in five? Is it two in five? Is it three in five? So you should know how many appointments you need to, to make in a month because you did your homework in module one, didn't you? Yes. And you should know how many appointments you need in a, a week to hit your target. And this is how you get them. You get them by doing direct messaging on LinkedIn, asking questions. Okay. Now, going back to the other part of the formula, which is the in, the I and the N. So I stands for involve yourself, and that's by liking, commenting, and sharing. So I'm going to suggest you like three posts, you comment on three posts, and you share one post. Now, this is also known as engagement, but another E would have ruined my acronym. So it's called involvement. Um, You comment on the posts. Now, by the way, the algorithm likes more than seven words. It likes seven words or more in a comment. So... Is this per day, Jonathan? You like three, you comment on three, and you share yep. one a day. Yep, hmm. yep, per day. Jonathan, <clears throat> after you've done all the it, other stuff, <clears throat> is it the three? Is it three posts the same? You like them all, you comment on them all. No, nope. doesn't you have st- to be. Can be if you want. Doesn't have to be. Okay. But it's up to you. I I know, well, I know certainly with Facebook nowadays, the the liking doesn't score as highly as if you love or. Uh, do caring or whatever. Sharing post doesn't do much for you. Liking post doesn't do much for you, but LinkedIn loves comments. Mm -hmm. So comments are actually your golden key here. Um, So a comment should be at least seven words, and I would always use their first name as well. Good good question, Bethan. Good question, Bethan. There's three words. I'm halfway there. Um, So like three... Question is, does their name count as one of the words? Yes. <laughs> <Thank you>. yes. <laughs> All right. Um, 
This not only tells the LinkedIn algorithm that you're a serious player, it also helps your connections get more visibility because when I connect on, if I comment on Bethan's post, Bethan's post wins points in the algorithm and Bethan's post will be shown to more of her connections. You follow me? So you're actually helping the person that you're commenting on. Plus you're getting a bit of PR yourself. So you're helping the other person. Um, and a new post this is the last part of the formula. You write a valuable, informative post that will attract your target market. Every it's not day. about you. One a day. One a day. One day to Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so your job is to educate, inspire, and engage with your target market. If you remember the formula, visibility plus credibility equals profitability. Posts make you visible. If you don't post on LinkedIn, the only way I'm going to find you is if I do a search for you. Mm. Right? If you're mm -hmm. posting LinkedIn, you're showing up on the wall mm. on a daily basis. So you put yes. something up that will resonate with your target market. Question? Yeah. Um, Monday to Friday, is that, you know, sports with Saturday and Sunday? Do people not regularly use oh, it on a Saturday and Sunday? Or Most people are playing catch-up at the weekend. Um, okay. You absolutely can post on a Saturday. Of course you can. But the majority of the traffic is kind of, LinkedIn is still quite office hours based. Mm -hmm. right. So it's typically nine to five, your, your, your uh, location time. Mm -hmm. So it pays to, you'll get the most visibility in, that, in those periods. Um, but yeah, I was doing some stuff yesterday. So, you, you know, weekends are usually catch up point. Now, just so you know, I'm going to give you, next module is going to be posts that make you noticed, get you noticed. I'm going to give you template. I'm going to, I'm going to give you pre-written posts. You can get, calendars you've maybe seen these advertised on social media where you can actually buy seed ideas it's like a calendar with seed ideas so it's like monday mm -hmm. shoot a video tuesday talk about a frequently asked question what i'm going to give you the actual post written the other day this is what happened here's how i felt about it so this is what i said what about you hashtag i'm going to give you the bloody fill in the blanks 90 percent written for you 